intro, 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 intro. Yo, what do you do, man? Episode eight. Birds of a Feather. Eight of Birds of a Feather. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, we have a lot of things lined up for you. Uh, we talk about China and LeBron's response to China. Yes. And China's response to LeBron. Yes. We also talk about, uh, we got some NFL game picks out there for this upcoming week. All you betters out there, uh, you definitely need to listen to this to get your, your lines and your wagers lined up. we're the experts. Uh, we talk about the Washington Nationals making it to the uh, World Series without Bryce Harper. Which yes. is a big thing, um, but Plays obviously, with my now. yes, he does. And last but not least, we talked about the LSU Tigers uh, making a statement, um, doing the things they need to do this year to continue with Alabama, and talk about the last four spots in the college football playoff. So yes. we got a lot lined up for you guys today. Thank yes. you for tuning in. Please listen, share, comment, and here we go. Episode eight. Also, this episode is sponsored and brought to you by Heat Film and Photo. For all your photography, videography, editing needs, please go over to HeathFilmAndPhoto.com and reach out to their team. They're doing some great things. Right, Zach? Yes. And listen, if you say that you heard it from Birds of a Feather, you get a discount. Perfect. So look forward to seeing you guys at HeathFilmAndPhoto.com. This episode is also brought to you by She Saves a Nation. She Saves a Nation is a nonprofit targeted to Kenyan refugee girls. Please go over to SheSavesAnation.org, donate, show some love to their organization. They're doing some amazing things in the beautiful country of Kenya. Episode eight. Here we go. It's your boy, man. It's your boy, Zach. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. Your B-Money. In the flesh. <laughs> Welcome, man. Episode 8, Birds of a Feather. Um, Double episode this week since we were gone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two episodes this week. Look, yes. look how special y'all are. Yes. See? See, we, we truly appreciate We truly appreciate our listeners out there. Out here grinding for y'all. In the grind mode, in the field house, working. Out here getting it. Yes. All right, what we got today, bro? It's, I mean, you know. Okay, so Zach wanted to talk about baseball. So baseball it is. The Yankees versus the Houston Astros? Yes. Hey, listen. On FS1. There's a guy, right, with the Houston Astros, okay? He went and he put a major wager. You like that, right? Major wager. <laughs> On the Astros. Wait, wait. He doesn't play for them, does he? He does not play for them. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like he plays for them. I'm like, that's no, illegal. He, he does not play for them. He's a he's a furniture tycoon. That's what I like to call him. Interesting. Um, but basically, what he did was, <laughs> what he did was he told the uh, <clears throat> he told the bookies. Gambling mm. is legal now. Yes. He told the bookies basically that he wants to bet $3.5 million on the Astros to win the World Series. <laughs> wow. Yes. So, so, okay, so, so far, when did he put this in? He put this in, uh, this was around like the beginning of October. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, well, his name is Jim Mc, Mc, McIngvale. McIngvale. They call him Mattress Mac. He's a furniture tycoon. And basically, he put $3.5 wow. $3. million bet on the Astros to win the World Series. 
bread. He got that long money. Yes. He so does. so far he's looking good because the Houston Astros are leading the Yankees in the ALCS three games to two. So and then you know baseball is same as basketball, um, best of the seven. Um, I think they do the same number of games too, two two one one one. So that being said. They play tonight at 8 o'clock on FS1. If Houston wins, they go to the World Series against who, you say? The Washington Nationals. Listen, let me tell you how crazy this is, though, right? So kudos to the Washington Nationals because they they traded away Bryce Harper, right? Well, Bryce Harper basically walked away from them in free agency because Bryce Harper felt like the deal that they presented him with was disrespectful, so he decided to leave. And obviously came to the Philadelphia Phillies, right? Yes, my squad. Yes. Philadelphia Phillies. But as soon as Bryce Harper leaves, they make the World Series. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. So kudos to them. That's like DeMar Uh, DeRozan. I know. (laughs) Facts. But kudos kudos to them, though, man. Kudos to, uh, you know, Matt Schwerger out there, uh, Steven Strasburg for out there, you know, doing the things that they they needed to do to get their guys to where they need to be. So um, I don't... I don't know, man. Like I said, the Houston Astros are the best team in baseball this year. They look the best, obviously. I feel like they are the best, um, and I still feel like they're going to win the World Series. So, looks like a mattress Mac. <laughs> looks like your bet's going to hold hold through, buddy. So, and since it is, you can come on the podcast, my boy, my boy. Yes, and you can donate to the podcast too. Definitely, <laughs> we take all donations. <laughs> we take all of them. So yeah, man. Cool, but, man. Oh, so guess what though? What? Speaking of that, mm. baseball to me is one of those sports that if you don't get out there to really play the sport, it's hard to, I feel like, appreciate the sport. I do like playing baseball. Baseball is very fun to play, yeah. extremely fun to play, but it's the worst to watch, bro. Baseball is so boring to watch. No. Yes, it is, Zach. Ari. No. In person. It's amazing. The food is good too. <laughs> I love I love the peanuts that they give out. <laughs> no, sport baseball is boring to watch. But I'm not gonna lie though. Like ma- like a lot of major sports, once you get to the playoffs, everything turns up. Yes. So like baseball in the playoffs is actually okay. Like I could watch a whole baseball game. Well, baseball has this new this new initiative to allow their players to show more personality. So they're able to do more after they get big okay. hit, big hits, steal bases, stuff like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, be be lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have to be because they're, they're boring. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's just one of those things that, like I said, if you haven't played the game, you know, been out there to play it, it's hard to enjoy it. But I mean, obviously, the playoffs right now. This is lit. The the World Series. I'm going to try to watch it. So yeah, That'll let's make it happen. Make it happen. Captain. Yes, sir. All right, on to the NFL. Uh, obviously. Uh, no, 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 no. NBA. NBA? NBA, then NFL. Because we ended with our picks. Fine. We can talk about LeBron. <laughs> yes, sir. We can talk about LeBron James and his, this whole China fiasco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Gosh. okay, fans. So this past week, I did my research, and I found out exactly what your boy missed. So just just explain it so our so our listeners out there can understand exactly what happened because I think last last week we touched on it, but I think it was a little you know hit or miss. So let's let's just clear the air and let everyone so, know exactly what's going on. 
Apparently, what I didn't know, because I don't live in China, is <laughs> there are some protests going on in China. Um, uh, the Chinese people want their independence. Um, I'm not sure in what exactly what all aspects, but I know they want their independence from the government. And the government's like, no, we run this. We do what we want. So when Dara Mori tweeted, uh, we stand with China, he was referring to the protesters. He stands with the protesters and what they're protesting for. Pause. If I'm not mistaken, China is a communist country, right? Yeah, let's go with that. Cool. So, um, obviously that ruffled some feathers um, for the Chinese government, and they didn't like that at all. And um, they kind of, uh, you know, they do what they want, so to speak, for lack of a better term. Um, so they obviously, if you've been watching sports, you know, they turned and said, hey, if you guys don't take those comments back or denounce what Darren Murray said, then we will pull all our affiliations and, and everything from the NBA. Um, Adam Silver, the NBA uh, commissioner, came out and said, um, we do free speech over here in America. Um, it's all about free speech over here, so we are not denouncing what he said. Not not all of us may agree with things that he said in particular, but he can he's allowed to say it, and we're going to let him rock for it. Then the Chinese government said, oh, word? Yank. And they pulled all the affiliates and everything from um, the NBA. Now, a lot of players aren't big fans of that because a lot of players make their money from China. A lot of them have endorsement deals with Chinese companies, and they go play over there, and they go. I know all the top players. It seems like every summer they go to China and they uh, tour over there, and they do different basketball camps and different things um, for Chinese school systems and, and their government and such. So, um, a few players came out and said things. One of them being the big story, LeBron James. So LeBron James pretty much came out and said, um, although we do have freedom of speech, and he obviously supports that and everything. I'm just summing up what he said, by the way. Um, he pretty much said we have to watch what we say because although there is free speech, um, you know the consequences behind that um, still happen. Which is actually interesting. He said that because that's what I learned when I was in college once upon a time in my business law class, and they pretty much broke down to me. Yeah, you have free speech. You can do whatever. You can say whatever you want, but that doesn't defend you from what happens from what you say, pretty much. And that's pretty much what LeBron said. So now the Chinese protesters, the people that's protesting the Chinese government, are mad. Wow, LeBron, you're not going to be on our side? You're not going to stay with your boy, Daryl Morey? You're not going to be on our side, LeBron, for real? So the Chinese protesters are like, forget LeBron. He's trash. Now, thank you for that, Brandon. Yeah, no problem. This is the reason why we keep sports and politics separate. Yes. Gosh, man. I'm, 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 going, on, I'm going on one of my rants here, okay? <laughs> I am tired <laughs> Of people bringing sports and politics together, man. Sports is the one thing that brings this country and other countries alike together, okay? These players that go out here and give their blood, sweat, and tears on these different platforms, this is the reason why we watch sports. I don't watch sports to know why we didn't pick Mr. Donald Trump as president, okay? That is not why I watch sports, okay? I watch sports because I love to see the competition, I love the camaraderie, and I love sitting with other Philadelphia Eagles fans when we're out in the, when we're out in the audience, okay? That is why I do it, man. Now, I'm tired of them doing this. Now, what, what I would really like to see is for a rule to come out for all the national platforms to say, listen, 
There, nobody can talk about politics in sports anymore, period. I disagree with that wholeheartedly. That's that whole shut up in place situation. I wasn't even going to go that route. Okay. The route I was going to go is um, through American history is sports and politics coming together for social justice and for social issues, just like um, the Negro Leagues um, and um, the normal, whatever the league was called, the normal baseball league, MLB, whatever it was called. Um, they came together. That was all politics. The world was in this Jim Crow law thing. Baseball was like, you know what? We want to play with the Black Parish because they lit. They can play. So they merged them two together, and a bunch of players spoke out about it, uh, for it and against it, and that was politics back then. Then you move forward with the NBA um, and all the NBA players over the over the decades that um, that spoke out on different social issues, um, and then you move even forward to uh, just a few years ago with that NFL player. I think he got drafted by the Saints or something, and he was homosexual. And um, Michael that, Sam, yeah. He got drafted by the St. Louis Rams at but the time. The Rams, okay, yeah, and he was on a he he was on a practice squad, but then they dropped him or something, and so I, it's just a part of it when you're when you're in the limelight, like sports is, um, you're gonna be asked to speak on your opinions on social issues. Now, I have no issue with that. Okay, I don't. This is where I have issue in. What I have issue in is everybody, obviously, not even just in America globally, um, is so sensitive. Like, everybody is so sensitive when it comes to what you say or what you believe. If someone comes out and says, oh, I'm against this, then, oh, why are you against this? Oh, we don't want to watch you because you're against this. People need to separate the people from the art form. This is what I tell people in my family all the time and different things. You may disagree with their lifestyle and what they believe. But they can hoop, <laughs> so watch them hoop. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to watch them speak at big conferences or whatever on any social issue. Just watch them do what you what they love to do, which is play basketball. So I disagree with that. I see why you say that, but I think you're speaking more from the sensitive part. Everyone's sensitive. Like in this story, the sensitive party is China. Like I deserve to be sensitive, though. I des- as a fan, I deserve to be sensitive. Okay, because I am a fan. Okay? Yeah. I am a fan. Everybody's sensitive now. Well, hey, that's just the way it goes. Hey, speaking of being sensitive, I'm sensitive to the Toronto Raptors. (laughs) Why? Because they just signed Pascal Siakam to a four-year, $130 million contract. (laughs) What? Pascal Siakam. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh, my gosh. The man played a hell of a man had a hell of a a postseason last year. All right? He was one of the reasons why the Toronto Raptors were able to win their first NBA championship. All right. But, sheesh. What is the NBA coming to? Like, players are just getting paid ridiculous amounts of money. What's that? That's $32 million a year. Sheesh. Pascal (laughs) Siakam. Speaking of that, speaking of getting paid, Buddy Hill, do you see what happened with him? He's not happy. I sp- I, I heard his little uh, his little interview where he felt like he was disrespected by the Sacramento Kings. Yes. But hey, man, Buddy Hill, you haven't done enough, man. You haven't done enough in his league to well, if well, n- let me let me say something. If players like, well, no. Pascal Siakam had a had a fantastic postseason. Okay, so maybe his he's a little one off, okay? But. Because what did I say that Andre Iguodala said about NBA and getting paid? 
I forgot. You get <laughs> you get paid for what you did in the past. So it's like, okay, Steph Curry was making a Steph Curry was making one of the smallest amounts on the whole team throughout his whole run, his double NBA championships and stuff. And then he came to them and said, I mean, come on now. Now you got to pay me because I was making next to nothing. Well, not next to nothing, but I was making a little bit of money. Andre Iguodala was making more money than me. Clay Thompson was making more money than me. Um, Draymond Green was making more. Everyone was making more money. And than I was him. bringing y'all. And to I the was chip. bringing y'all to the chip and selling tickets. Facts. So then they threw the bag at him. So Buddy Hill's aspect, he's coming at it from the other end. He's like, "Yo, y'all talking about some? I'm y'all man. I'm y'all dude." And he played amazing last season. But he's coming from, "I'm y'all man. I'm y'all future moving forward. Pay me like because there is no Kawhi." Yeah, Ooh, burn. So he's like, pay me like it. That's what um, that's what Buddy Healed is coming from. So they offered Buddy Healed, was it four years, ninety million dollars? Disrespectful. Twenty was that twenty twenty two million? How is that disrespectful for Buddy Healed? Because he knows how much money that everyone's making out here. They offered Pascom Siakam, but that's what that I'm saying. Million? And it's kind of what Andrew Wiggins spoke on the other day. Okay, I was reading an article about Andrew Wiggins. Oh where he Andrew stated, Wiggins. where yeah, they said Andrew. he didn't make the top 100 list. Andrew yeah, Wiggins came that. out and made a comment and said, well, there's not 100, there's players, not 100 players in the NBA that are better than me, period, point blank. I'm going to go out there. I know what I need to do. I'm just going to go out there and hoop. I worked on a few things. I got my hair clear about a few things. I'm going to go out here and show y'all. Basically, what Andrew Wiggins was saying. But he also said people are upset because of the fact that I got this contract extension and people are, like, pocket watching. And I think with the NBA, that is exactly what's happening. Like, people are just seeing, well, he got paid this. Like, listen, you are not this player. Like, and I, I want the NBA to kind of crack down on some of these amounts. There, it's, it's what they have set up. NBA should not crack down on the amounts. No. More, more money. You know why? Because the Here's Brandon, owners pro players. are making bread. They make so much money. Why can't we throw bags at the players? No, I'm all for it. You know what I say? I say get rid of the salary cap. Get rid of it altogether. No. Now the salary floor. Then the New York Knicks will win. Raise raise the the salary floor. Raise the salary floor. (laughs) Get rid of the salary cap. Let's turn this into baseball and let's get paid. The New York Knicks will win the championship every year. No, they will not. Why would you say that? No, they won't. They have the most bread. So what? It's not about bread. That's what NBA, it's about. Though. That's what the Yankees are about. Have no, you? That's, okay, what, that's, that's what's baseball. wrong with baseball. That's, the, yes. the top teams in baseball are always the good teams in baseball. Why? Because they have the most money. But it's not They're the able same to way offer, in basketball. It will be. If, if you no, it won't. If you, got rid, if you got rid of the salary cap and you went to all these players like, listen, I give you however much money you write on this piece of paper. They're not going to do it. I will give that to you. They will do that. I can name countless players over the past decade that turned down money at big market areas to take less money to go play with their friends. Everyone wants to go play with their friends. Everyone wants to go be buddy-buddy in OKC. Who wants to go play in OKC? Why not go win But they all went to OKC to go play. Who wants to play in Cleveland, Ohio? But – Big three went to Cleveland, Ohio twice to go play over there because they want to win chips. What they boys it don't matter about where it's at. It matters about the chips. Exactly. Why not go win a chip at the Mecca of basketball? At Madison Square Garden, the New York Knicks. I'll tell you that why. Knicks across your chest I'll tell you and winning why. a chip with your boys. It's a rhetorical Bro, come question. Come over here. We can win for the one of the most historical NBA teams in the NBA. I'll tell you why. Come play. I'll tell you why. People don't want to go to the Knicks because of pressure. There's a lot of pressure to play in New York. 
New York football, New York baseball, New York ba- any sport in New York is a lot of pressure to play. Okay, so a lot of players like Kevin Durant didn't want to play in New York because they're like, yo, like this is too much stress. Like if I lose, I'm the villain, a la Carmelo Anthony. But if I win, I'm the man. But if I lose, the city will hate me. You can't go into any of them clubs. You're the second best player in the world. Go play for the New York Knicks and bring them a championship. Or play for the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> like what? Or the Boston Celtics. Mm. I mean, I'm saying you want to start throwing teams out there. We can start throwing yeah, our favorite teams Yeah, but the Philadelphia out there. basketball market is nice. Anyways, back to that. Pascal Siakam, my boy. I'm not hating on you, bro. You did what you did. Congratulations on that check, man. You... Somewhat deserve it, I will say that. But you can definitely come on the show. You always my boy, and we can talk about this contract extension. And plus, we'll take all donations. Oh, and you're, <laughs> and you're definitely not gonna make it to the finals this year. I'm sorry to say that, Pascal. I'm sorry. You're not gonna make it to the finals. This is what's gonna happen to you. You're gonna make it to the playoffs by the skin, by the hair on your chinny chin chin, and then you're gonna lose in the first round to a top seeded team like uh, the Sixers. Zion Williamson, get well soon, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Zion hurt his knee. Uh, expected <laughs> to be out a few weeks. But just preseason basketball, man. Bro, here you go. You need preseason. <laughs> Why do pe- Yo, this is what I'm talking about. People sensitive. <laughs> this preseason basketball. Preseason anything needs to just get scrapped. No. Why? Yes. yes. You need to get into the flow of things. That is what the summer is for. That no. is why you're working out. That's why you put there's in the work. Di- but there's Taking a care of your body. Speed. Getting exactly. like That's why you're doing the things you need to do in the summertime. There's a different speed from practice to game time speed. It's different. I mean, yes, I understand that. But on the other side of that, you you guys are damaging the product that you guys are trying to put out on the court to sell these tickets, to fill these seats. Like, certain players should not play in preseason. Zion Williamson, i.e., being one of those, okay? He's going to sell tickets this year. He's going to have your views crazy in the NBA. Why? Why is he? Why? 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 Why is he playing? Because he's a rookie, and he needs to get into game speed. He should be playing... All 48 minutes Two games, and all the preseason games. Three games, I understand. Ten minutes, I understand. The whole preseason, no, sit down. You set him down in G League, that was a perfect time to let him get his feet under him. Why not let him play? G League? You mean Summer League? I mean Summer League, yeah. I didn't mean to say G League. My apologies. Summer League. Summer yeah. League. Yeah, he wasn't in shape in Summer League. Oh, my gosh. That has nothing to do with any of that, man. Whatever's clever, homie. I say they play. Um, I disagree with with Zekaraga. Zekaraga. Shout out, shout out, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal donated his house uh, to the mother of a shooting of a sixteen-year-old kid. I'm sorry, a twelve-year-old sick kid that was shot at a football game. Um, he's paralyzed from the chest down here in our local Atlanta. Um, sad story there, man. You got kids, man, playing a game they love, getting shot out yeah. there playing a game that they love. That's trash. Ridiculous, man. Like, come on. Like, this is for all, everybody out there, man. Like, okay, y'all getting into it at football games and stuff like that. Like, these are times, like I'm saying, this is the time for sports when people come together. I can't stress that enough, man. It's crazy. Y'all out there doing crazy stuff, out there ruining people's families and 
Come on, man. But shout out to Kill O'Neal. We appreciate that, man. Um, thank you for doing that. I'm sure she definitely appreciates that because she still has more boys to raise. So mm. shout out Shaq. <laughs> on to the NFL, though. The Philadelphia Eagles. So uh, we released a podcast um, after. <laughs> uh, what what week was this? What week was that? Week five, six. Week six. We released a podcast after week six, and um, week seven. That was week seven. Week seven. Yeah, one of those weeks. And um, our beloved Eagles took a big fat L. Uh, and we weren't too happy about it. Uh, we thought they were going to win. <laughs> but they didn't. They got smashed, man. They lost. This is <laughs> I can't do it back. This <laughs> This isn't one this isn't one of those this isn't one of those times, man. I'm going to put it like this. <laughs> it was bad for us. It was bad. And I'm sorry. That was week 6. I'm going to put it like this. This is how I feel about the Philadelphia Eagles right now at this point in the season. Keep your heads up, guys. We still have an opportunity to do what we need to do to get to where we need to go at the end of the season. But this is what I need to do. Jalen Mills, when you come back this week, I need you to inject some life into this defensive secondary. Oh my yes, I know you're yes. not the best cornerback in the world, but, I mean, you can bring something that these guys can't bring, and that is energy to this secondary. Because right now, the way we're playing out there, we got our heads beat. Every time somebody gets behind us, we put our heads down. That's not what we stand for. So I need you to definitely inject some life back into it. Doug Pedersen, continue. Put, I, I like that statement you put out this week, okay? I like that statement of you saying we're going to go to Dallas, do what we need to do, take care of Dallas, and move on to the next week and be first in the NFC East. I like that. Thank you for injecting that confidence back into our football team. Because we're not scrubs, okay? We're not. At the end of the day, like I said, two drop passes. We should definitely be five and one right now. We got our ass beat by the by the um, Minnesota Vikings. That's period point blank. But we should have lost that game. The silver lining in this whole entire thing is the Cowboys lost as well. The Cowboys yes. lost to the Jets. With that being said, I'm not <laughs> even speaking on the Cowboys on this podcast because this is Dallas week for one. And two, that just <laughs> explains it all. So we'll see y'all Sunday. I know. At eight twenty. I'm not gonna lie. National TV Sunday night football. I'm not gonna Woo! lie. I'm a little nervous for that game. Because always though. Cooper is gonna be back. With a bum ham, hammy. I'm just saying he's gonna be back. Bum hammy. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna blow it and sit out for the rest of the season. The Mark, coach is gonna do something crazy. The coach's job is on the line right now. His Jason Garrett. On the line. Yes. Um that's B. And they're going to be hyped up. And they lost three well, They lost three games in a row. And just got smacked by the Jets. Yeah, bro. So they're going to be a hyped five Jets up team. to see us. And our defense is not looking too pretty right about now. Well, our so, secondary isn't looking too good. But let's, let's, not, let's not forget, we do have the number one defensive rushing, rushing game in the NFL. Yeah. Please believe that. So um, Zeke, Zeke who? I'm going to put that out there. Zeke who? Who? Zeke, who? But anyways, so um, but yeah, man, I, I will say that about Philadelphia Eagles, man. We, I mean, we still got a chance, guys. Let's do it, man. Let's let's do what we need to do to put ourselves back in a position to be where we need to be at the end of the season. It's not too late, okay? This it's is the perfect game. Not too late. This is the perfect game for us to go out and make a statement. Yeah, statement man. win. We gotta man. have a big game, man. Please give me a good start to the week by just. 
beating up on the Cowboys, man. I just want a good game. I want to win, man. I want to win, man. This is when the Eagles lose, my week is thrown off. Kirk Cousins looked like a sheesh. A bat out of hell. I know. And we talked see that we talked <laughs> about that. Remember we talked came about that? He was like, nah, he's not gonna do that to us. Yikes. He came out and torched. <laughs> He us. did that thing to us. But you know what? They, they all started with the run game, man. They got their run game going early, and that killed us. How about the 49ers, though? Wow, the Niners. They still undefeated? They're for real. That defense is for real. Jimmy G just needs to manage the football game. And that defense, he's in, from what I'm seeing through six weeks in, in the NFL, he's in the same position that Russell Wilson was when he first came into the league that year that they won their first Super Bowl. That that's what he looks like. He's he looks like he's in that position. Manage the football game and let everything else work around you. They look like a um, a Kansas City Chiefs team that will go undefeated during the regular season. I don't even think they're going to go undefeated during the regular season. But let's say they do go undefeated during the regular season and then go into the first round of the playoffs and go home. That's what they look like to me. That's what I see in the Niners' future. So are you a Jimmy G believer? No, not at all. I think he's all right. I take cap all day. Mic drop. I take cap all day over Jimmy G. So how about Jalen Ramsey to the Rams? Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I really wanted Jalen Ramsey on my team, but the trade talks that they were talking about, That's I crazy. was like, no, two ones. They were t- and giving up Zach Ertz. Did you hear that? Never. They were talking about giving up Zach Ertz. And some picks for Jalen Ramsey. Never. I was like, nah, that's too steep. That price is way too steep. Zach Ertz is one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, what? And they're, they're just talking He's about. He's the second best tight end in the National Football League. They're talking about because of our, uh, our other tight end, uh, Goddard. That um, Dallas Goddard. That we can give up. You know his Zach dad Ertz. named him Dallas because he was a Dallas Cowboys fan? Oh, he got to go now, bro. No, but he's going to go out and perform. That's true. Dallas Goddard gonna perform against Dallas in Dallas. Clown on your pops, score a couple TDs, stare up at the pops, point to your pops, call them out, bro. <laughs> My boy, and then come on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome on the podcast after Dallas week. After you go and put up two touchdowns, eighty-eight yards, <laughs> tight end, great numbers. Yes, yeah, I'm but, Jay- but Jalen Ramsey to the Rams though. Um, I. I don't know, man, because the way the offense look, it doesn't help that offense. It doesn't help Todd Gurley in his bum knee in his bum knees. It doesn't. It doesn't help. It yeah, doesn't it help, help the way Jared offense. Goff's been looking out there. So I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what you expect your defense to play lights out and keep you in it? Yeah, that's one. But shit, Sean McVay, you're supposed to be the new innovator of football. That dude's unbelievable. So I mean, at this point, the way your offense has been looking through six weeks, you need some help. And Jalen Ramsey, to me, was not the answer, especially y'all giving up two ones. And I think they gave up, like, two ones in the third or something like that. Like, what? Yeah. That's a steep price but for Jaylen a cornerback. Ram- but he's a savage, though. He's a savage. Yes, he is. But we all know how cornerbacks are in this league. There's always a cornerback in five. They, they're at the top for, like, you know, three, yeah, four, five years. And then they're back to the mediocre. I mean, that's they're back true. to average. That's very true. But they're trying to no. win right now. They want to win right now. Well, offense was the way to go, to yeah. me personally. Yeah, but I'm not in your front office. I'm not less need. I don't know what's going on. But um, if you feel like that was the best way to go, 
hey, Jalen Ramsey to the Rams, I see it. At least he's in Cali, though. He's, he's lucky. He went from Florida State to Jacksonville to Cali. Like, all nice weather. Yeah, but I don't like Florida. Why? Florida? Out of all the states, Florida's the last state I want to live in. Well, maybe not the last. Maybe that's speaking too soon. Hold on, let me think of some other states. But I, I would never want to live in Florida. I'll vacation there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to live in Florida. You know why? Florida man's there. I don't want to mess with Florida man. But yeah, I think that um, I think that's a good pickup for him. That's cool. Uh, you're right. That offense is struggling. Uh, so we will see, man. We most certainly will see. But um, I'm not really focused on them. I'm focused on them Eagle boys. We need to get a big W this weekend. Um, and that's all I care about. How about the Titans finally benching Marcus Mariota? Mariota? Mariota. Who, who, so who's going to be starting for him now? Ryan Tannehill. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ryan Tannehill's second chance, though. You know, he went with Miami Dolphins. He stunk yeah. up the place. Uh, they thought he was his franchise quarterback. He even signed him to a major contract extension. And then he stunk the place up again. And now he had to go sit behind Marcus Mariota down in Tennessee. Mariota was finally benched. Ryan Tannehill gets the nod. Will, will Marcus Mariota be back into the starting lineup this year? Go. Yes. Why? I like Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. His decision-making. <laughs> what? <laughs> the face he gave. I, like, okay, I like him. <laughs> I don't know about – I understand on the field, but I just like him. I like him. But segue back, I don't know, for the for the long-time viewers out there, let me tell you a little story. My boy Zach over here is a big-time Boston Celtics fan. I don't know why. Um, cause he likes the Eagles and he also likes the Celtics. Like that's a little weird. You can comment in the comments, but anyway, <laughs> he's a big time Boston Celtics fan and a player that he told everyone to look out for over the summer was who Zach Carson Edwards, Carson my boy, Edwards, ball. my boy. I Cleveland. told y'all. Did you see that? I, yes, bro. He went crazy. He, he dropped 30 on the floor. Listen, I told y'all about like, Carson he Edwards, like man. Six or seven threes in a row, something listen, crazy like that. Listen, when I seen the man, listen, when I seen crazy. that man play, listen, when I seen him play, he is a dog, okay? And all he needed is some space. Listen, I can see him and Kimba back there, <laughs> cold, you know what I'm saying, doing a little cold thing. You know what I'm saying? They little coat thing, man. We go small ball. We line J. We line That's J. Real small ball. <laughs> yeah, we, we we go small ball. You know, we we do what we got to do, man. We space the floor out. We let them boys go to work. Yo, Carson. Yo, that was that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. He balled out. Um, he looked amazing. Um, he's just so little, bro. The little players don't really get too much love in the league like that. Um, tell that to Kimball Walker. Isn't Kimber Walker taller than him? Tell that to Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson isn't even in the league anymore because he's little. Tell that to Steph Curry. Steph Curry's taller than him, too. Tell that to Chris Paul. <laughs> Chris Paul's taller than him, too. Tell that to Isaiah Thomas. Oh, my God. Tell that to Spud Webb. 
Spud Webb is tall. Actually, no. Not, definitely not Muggsy Bugs. Um, Tell that to them. I'm just saying, bro. Carson Edwards, keep hooping, man. I'm telling you, earn your way some playing time onto that beautiful floor in Boston at the TD Garden. Keep doing the things that you need to do. The floor is hideous. So you can be the man. The floor is ugly. You're a hater. But back to the NFL. I just want to I just want to talk about that. I just want to give my boys credit. You know what I'm saying? Because over here, over here, we give credit where credit's due. You know what I'm saying? And my boy called it way back in episode one of Birds of a Feather. Go listen to it. Episode one, Birds of a Feather. Go listen to it. My boy, my boy called it as soon as they drafted him. They, he called it. So I'm here to give him credit. He was right about one thing. I'm right about everything else. <laughs> so, man, who you got this week? Games coming up Sunday. Yes. Who you got coming? Who you, who Game. you got? Who you got winning? Who you got? Picks. Who you got? Who you got? Let's dive into the picks. So, um, hold on, let me pull this up real quick. Let me dive into these NFL picks one time. Rams, so, Falcons. But first, the Chiefs beat up on the Broncos on Thursday night. Um, 30 to 6. And also, you see who got a little injury? Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Patrick, um, dislocated kneecapped. Looks like you're only going to take a couple weeks out. It's crazy. It's a freak accident, man. Quarterback sneak? Like, where where does that happen at? Were you a, a dislocated kneecap and a quarterback sneak? And then it happened in the first half, too, right? Yeah. Still boot them boys. You think that you think the miles catching up on them already? No. He's a young buck. Things happen. But Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, Rams-Falcons. Rams-Falcons. Who you got? I mean, them Falcon boys don't look good. Um, they only have one win in the season. They look trash. Sadly. Sorry. It's the Eagles. Dan but, Quinn, hot seat. But, um, no. It, it's in Atlanta. But I'm going to pick the Rams over them boys. I don't see the Falcons winning. Both of them don't look good to me. Um, I do think this is a bounce back game. I'm picking the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. Yes, sir. So we'll see. Uh, Dolphins, Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to pick this game? <laughs> Zach, are you putting the Bills on upset alert? You no. Know. <laughs> Buffalo Bills, I got you guys winning this by a long shot. <laughs> I do think Ryan Fitzpatrick keeps it close. I'm actually calling a squirrel in this one. 21-24, Buffalo Bills. It's a divisional game, so I think the Dolphins will keep it close. That's a fair score. I like that. But, yeah, the Bills are going to come out on top. Uh, you got Jags, Bengals. No Jalen Ramsey. No <laughs> Nick Foles. Gardner Minshew. But the Bengals haven't won a game at all this season. Yeah, so I'm picking Jacksonville. Linda Fournette, I need you to have a breakout game because you are on my fantasy. Fantasy watch, fantasy watch, fantasy watch. I got the Bengals winning their first game of the season. What? Against the Jags? Against the Jags because they're beat up. Vikings-Lions. I want the Vikings to lose because they beat us. I'm going to go with the Lions. <laughs> the Lions beat us too. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Dang. Uh, Dang. I will, I, a tie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I got Detroit. I got Detroit winning this game. Uh, I think Matthew Stafford comes out and shreds something, um, because 
the Lions secondary looked much better than the Philadelphia Eagles secondary. So I don't think Stephon Diggs has the game that he had last week. Um, so I definitely, and I like Matt Patricia, his, his something about his savvy in these quarterbacks and finding mm-hmm. their weakness. He does pretty good with that. So I got Lions uh, winning big in this one. Winning big? Winning big. Nah, I got the Vikings winning. Um, Raiders, Packers. Aaron Rodgers is on a roll. Yes. But the Raiders look better than a lot of people thought they would look. Still, they don't look like they're supposed to look. So I'm picking the <laughs> Green Bay Packers to win this one. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers keeps that train rolling down in Green Bay. Um, I think they come out on top. I'm going with the Raiders in Green Bay. Texans, Colts, Texans. Jacoby Brissett. I don't know, man. He's not going to outplay Deshaun Watson this week, man. I got Texans. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, I got Texans bro. again. Plus, I have DeAndre Hopkins on my fantasy team. Fantasy alert, fantasy alert, fantasy alert. Anyway, Cardinals, Giants. Matchup of the sorry. <laughs> I got Giants in this one, man. I like Daniel Jones back there, quarterback. Um, please win just so they can make our division look a little bit better. Um, but I got Giants winning this one. Um, Saquon Barkley's back. I think that's big. Um, I think he's going to bounce back and do what he needs to do. Um, so, yeah, I got Giants winning this one. Nah, I got Cardinals winning. Giants are so trash. Why, why Cardinals? Because the Giants are so trash, and I hate the Giants because I'm an Eagles fan. What? Yeah, but Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray doesn't look right. I mean, he looks okay. Yeah, he has no, flashes. He, he doesn't. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't think he's going to be that long-term answer to get them over the top. Or maybe I need to put some different weapons around him. But I mean, he has. And some they need to switch their offense up. In my opinion, I'm going with the Cardinals. And then you, <laughs> the next game too. <laughs> next game, Niners, Redskins. The Redskins got their first win of the season last week, ladies and gentlemen, against the Dolphins. <laughs> the two sorriest teams in the league played last week, <laughs> and the Niners came out on top. No, no, no shade, but uh, I got Niners winning. <laughs> I got the Niners winning this game. Yes. Uh, the defense, like I said, that defense over there is playing lights out. That front four, man, getting yeah. after the quarterback like crazy. Yes, sir. Um, I think uh, John Lynch over there does had John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan has done a great job teaming up together and bringing that defensive talent that they have down there. Um, but at the end of the day, Terry McLaurin is on my fantasy team. I still need you to go off. Okay, he's been doing great. He's a rookie. He's a rookie phenom, and uh, I think we're gonna hear his name for a long time in his in his league. Oh yeah. Uh, I agree. Obviously, Niners, Jesus, the Redskins are so trash. Uh, Chargers, Titans. Melvin Gordon is still complaining. Let's pause for a second. Let's speak on that. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. My boy. Still talking about Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Why are you still complaining, though, man? Like, you're back. You haven't done anything. You've been missing out. And then you're, st- you're talking about you're not getting enough carries. Melvin Gordon, come on, man. You, that's not what you do. You don't sit out from your brothers while they've been putting in all their blood, sweat, and tears all summer long, 
putting in all this work to be where they need to be in, in this NFL season, and you come back two weeks in and you're talking about, I'm not getting enough carries. After you already set out because you wanted a bigger contract. It's not about you, sir. Okay? You get out there and you do what you need to do to support your brothers, man. I don't, I don't appreciate that. I don't. Wow. What do you have to say, Mr. Pro Player Brandon? Wow. Zach obviously feels strongly about this topic. But you already know me. Get your bag, Belvin. Get your bag, boy. You know why you need to get your bag? You know why you need to get your bag? Because you're a running back, okay? You got a few years in this league to get your bag. And then <laughs> go do your thing, boy. Come on the podcast. Tell Zach why he's crazy. Yeah, but you're tripping about the no carries, though, man. Like, you need more carries. Just, just stick into the offense, bro. Find your groove. And get it going, man. If you're toting the ball and you're doing what you need to do, they're going to feed you. Okay? So your little carries that you do get, make the most of it, Melvin. <laughs> your little carries that you do make get. Make the most of it. Don't be out there acting crazy. We're back right. to pick Chargers, Titans. I got Chargers winning this game. The Titans look horrible down there. Derrick Henry, I need you to go off because you're on my fantasy. Um, but the Chargers, the Chargers just look. Are you going to announce every play that's on your <laughs> fantasy? <laughs> yes. Yeah, good omens over the air. I guess. Uh, no, I agree. I got charges too. Titans are trash. Uh, Saints, Bears. I think this is going to be a good one. Alvin Kamara is out, though. Jared Cook is out. Uh, obviously, Drew Brees is out. He's still out? When is he, is he going to come back soon? The game's on Teddy Bridgewater. Wow. Um, Saints just has still been looking good, man. I can't see the Saints losing just because they've been looking so good. With Drew Brees, without Drew Brees. Um, I got the Saints winning in this one. In Chicago. I got Bears on upset alert. I'm putting the Saints on upset alert. Wow. You got yeah. the Bears winning? Yeah. No Alvin Kamara, no Drew Brees, no Jared Cook, Michael Thomas, and Teddy Bridgewater and go win a football game against that great defense that they have in Chicago. I got Bears winning this one. Upset alert. Mm. Mike drop. All right, Ravens, Seahawks. This is gonna be a game, boy. Battle of the defensive this is greats. This a game I want to see badly. Battle of the defensive greats. I love Lamar Jackson. I got the Baltimore Ravens in this one, man. What? I have the Baltimore Ravens beating Russell. Russell's been on the roll lately. You got him beating Russell. Russell is my MVP pick, but I got a uh, I got Lamar Jackson putting on the show against Russell, and uh, they coming out on top in Seattle. In Seattle with the 12th man. Zakarada is crazy. I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson. Go do your thug thizzle, my G. Next, we got Patriots, Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Take an L. <laughs> They finna get smacked <laughs> by Tom Brady and his boys. Tom Brady and the crew. Oh, gosh, yes. They finna get exposed out there. <laughs> I don't care rivalry game, division game. I don't care about none of that. They about to get exposed. And I'm tired of it. Can't wait till we play the Patriots. Can't wait, Jew. Okay. So, Sam Darnold looked very good against the Cowboys last week in the first half. <laughs> Everybody first need half. to get mono. 
So the whole team just inject everybody with mono. Yeah. So I'm gonna say the Patriots, but in a close game. I say the Patriots win twenty four twenty one. This could very well be a coming out party for Sam Darnold though. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a close game. He can go out there and put on a shootout with Tom Brady, yeah. just like Patrick Mahomes did to burst on the scene. Yeah. So, last game, obviously, the biggest game of all games tomorrow. It's gonna be them Eagle boys in a big time rivalry divisional game versus the Cowboys. Zach, putting aside Eagle fans, Zach, who do you have winning and why? That's easy. You said putting aside Eagles fans act? Putting aside Eagles fans act. I got a Philadelphia Eagles coming <laughs> My boy. out on top. My boy. I got a Philadelphia Eagles coming out on top tomorrow. My winning boy. big. I, I have us winning big tomorrow. This is a statement win. Rivalry game and all in Dallas. This is a statement win for us, okay? I think Doug, I think he put that message out there earlier in the week. I think he got our boys fired up. And our boys feel like, listen, we got one of the best head coaches in the league. Our our right. our coach always stands up for us. He always does what's right. This is the first time he's put his neck on the line for us, and we need to go out here and we need to perform for Doug. This game right here, this week right here, Dallas week, is for Doug Pedersen. Understand that. Peterson, okay. Peterson. Pedersen, tomato, tomato, my boy. This is and I'm and I'm also say this. Demarcus Lawrence, you need to set the hell up. All right. All that mess that you're talking over there about uh, Doug need to be quiet and just coach on the sidelines, this, this, and this. First of all, you're disrespecting one of the greatest play callers in the NFL right now, okay? He very Doug has so much balls, he might run at you for a whole first quarter or a whole second quarter or pick a whole, a whole series to go directly at Demarcus Lawrence. He might do that and make you look crazy. Philadelphia Eagles winning big tomorrow, 8.30, national TV, Sunday night football. Let's get it. LFG, LFG, LFG. Dallas week. F Dallas. Fly, Eagles, fly. My boy. I agree with you, but I don't think it's going to be. I don't think we're going to blow them out. Uh, I think it's going to be a tight, crazy knock them down, drag them out game. But I think the Eagles are going to come out on top in a very, very close one that's going to have me and you scream at the TV nervous and scared. I don't like those games, though. I know. I don't either. Like, they suck. Oh, they do suck. <laughs> but when we win, it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel they like it's going to be suck. one of those games. Though. I think it's going to be one of those games. Just because it's Dallas. It's, it's always Dallas, man. It's always that and, and they've Excuse lost me for my optimism. three games in a row. So they are going to come out ready. Like, they're going to come out ready. Ugh, it's going to be a scary game. I'm excited for it, though. Like, really excited for yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Always I'm excited for down. Dallas Week. Always. I'm going to watch it with my boy, Zekadara. And we're going to watch it. We gonna Can we watch it down here, bro, on this big TV? Of course, bro. My boy. With the Eagle helmet spinning in midair. Facts. For good luck. So those are our picks for the upcoming week. Um... We, uh, like we said earlier, we released uh, this episode. It's going to drop. Oh, man. It's going to drop Sunday morning. <laughs> I do need to speak on something, though. What you got? 
when talking about some of the, the best stuff that we're seeing this year in football, I will say this. How about my LSU Tigers, bro? You haven't spoken on them all, all season long, bro. You haven't spoken on the fact that we look like the best team in college football. You haven't spoken on the fact that my offense look unstoppable. And you definitely haven't spoken on Broadway Joe, Big Joe Burrow. The man, the myth, the legend in the flesh, man. Heisman front runner, Heisman contender. Let's get it. Because none of that matters. You know why? Those men that sit in that room that decide all the college football team's fates, they could turn around and go, you know what? LSU's not going to make it to the Are you still playoffs. salty about your Temple Owls getting played? <laughs> your Temple Owls. Okay? They could turn around and just go, nah, they're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and then a fan is going to be like, but why? Why did you guys go in that room and just decide everyone's fate like that? Why would you say LSU doesn't make it in? And then they're going to say things like, well, they won, but the style of which they won <laughs> didn't really impress us. So we're going to go with mm, Alabama and Clemson and Auburn. <laughs> listen, I hate college football. Listen, get your finger out of your ass, sir, okay? <laughs> Understand, listen, stop being salty the over there. The style in which they won wasn't... <laughs> they only won fifty nine to six. They should have won seventy two to zero. <laughs> Listen, it, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It's the same teams that will be in there at the end of the year this year again. Um, we're speaking on Alabama. We're speaking on LSU. Will be there. That's the new team. I will say that we will be there. Um, and I believe that this is the year that we do beat Bama. Um, but yeah, Bama, um, LSU. You're looking at. I think Georgia will find a way to sneak in there at the end, and then I think Clemson will be in there. But the way Oklahoma is playing, though, and Jalen Hurts, kudos to Jalen Hurts, man. Continue to go out there and ball your behind off and show your behind to all those people out there in Tuscaloosa. Show them why they put you on the bench after you were winning football games. All you were doing was winning football games and winning natties, okay? Continue to show your behind, man, and you continue to put your name in that Heisman race. But I don't believe you're going to get it over Joe Burrow or Tua because Tua's playing lights out too. But at the end of the day, just continue doing what you're doing, but. There's, I mean, it's, it's, it's some competition up there, man. Teams aren't really losing like that right now, but I don't know. Georgia losing to South Carolina, I think, hurt them big. Episode 8. <laughs> Birds of a feather. Hey, man, we appreciate you guys, man. Continue to listen, man. Continue to share. Um, it's, it's, Like I said, it's an amazing journey. Thank you guys for sticking with us. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And like I said, man, just continue to put us out there. Instagram, uh, BOFA. Podcast. Podcast. At BOFA Podcast. That's at Birds of a Feather Podcast. Yes. On Instagram and in Twitter. Tweet, 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 Twitter. I'm going to y'all. Zach, I'm out. Brandon. Peace. <laughs>